Well, hey, good morning, everybody. It is January the 19th. This is Ryan Cozy, and uh, this episode is brought to you by a cup of coffee. Uh, going again with the Starbucks French Roast. Very good uh, go-to coffee for me in the morning. Uh, but wanted to say shout out to my brother. Um, I just received a really awesome package from the Charleston, South Carolina Coffee Exchange. And so it looks like over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be sampling uh, a handful of different coffees and reporting out to you about what I think of them. So uh, excited to do that. Todd, thank you uh, so much for the coffee. Shout out to you and thank you for your generosity as always. Uh, Looking forward to sampling that coffee. Um, So today I wanted to talk briefly about uh, crypto and, um, you know, just a, you know, a change for me, if you will, uh, in regard to the culture of family and the culture of work and just the change that exists for me between being a a career guy uh, and kind of being a cobbler. And uh, I'll kind of elaborate a little bit more on that. So, um, but yeah, so as I uh, take another sip of my coffee, delicious um a couple couple of thoughts about crypto real quick um so uh web3 is really starting to take off and uh there's a lot of people here that are you know basically in the metaverse space there's just uh there's just a lot taken off so as i was looking at it uh one of the things that i've I've started to create a position on is in the uh, space of um just different metaverse coins and, and Web3 related uh, work. So I was listening to BitBoy Crypto the other day, um, and it's basically his, his thoughts are the, the metaverse really he feels are go- it's going to explode this year. And, um, you know, I'm kind of in agreement with him that even though I can't fully understand what the metaverse is going to be, uh, it, it, it feels a lot like... Um, when I was going into college in 95, being aware of what the internet was supposed to going to be like, you know, oh, it's going to be this big thing. And yet I was still, you know, doing my, my email on, on the pine system. Right. You know, um, if you're, if you went to Bowling Green, your, your email address ended in bgnet.bgsu.edu. And I think the Pine system was out of Wa- the University of Washington or something. So a- anyway, all that to say, like, we knew something was changing, but we didn't really know how big it was going to be. And and obviously, the Internet is no longer a space where you dabble with websites and, you know, um, kind of niche things. I mean, there it's everywhere. And it is, you know, it's it's huge. And I think that the metaverse is the next expression of that. So. While I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, I'm, you know, as I'm watching the market right now, I'm starting to take interest in a couple of different coins. I've talked briefly about a couple of them. One is um, in the metaverse. I've got uh, three that I'm specifically uh, looking at. One is Sandbox. The other is Decentraland or Mana. And then the uh, third one is Engine Coin. Uh, So I'm starting to take positions in those. Uh, as I can afford it, you know, like I, I'm not a high roller. I'm not buying 10,000 coins at a pop or anything like that, <laughs> unless it was Doge or SHIB. 
um, if you know those coins. But um, yeah, um, but the, uh, another one that I've um, started to look at more closely is Near Protocol. And uh, it just listed on, I think, Binance US today. Uh, but it's been tradable, I think, on crypto.com for a little bit. So I'm taking a position on that one. Uh, and, you know, we're just going to see. This year, they say, is the year of social tokens and the metaverse. So um, I've got a position in Chili's, which are, uh, you know, it's a position to have for social tokens. Um, Raul Paul talks about that uh, a little bit. But, you know, we'll see. We'll kind of see what it looks like. Um, the market is trending a little bit green today, although we're, you know, really Bitcoin has got to make its mind up on where we're going, if we're going down or we're going up. And I know that, that that's uh, kind of coming to a head here in the next few days. So, yeah, um, it's taken a little bit of the joy <laughs> for me out of crypto, just the sideways action of all of this stuff. But you know, I'm just talking to a friend today. It doesn't change my long-term view on on what I'm doing. I I believe um, I believe strongly that um, that we're going to be in a in a good place five years from now with uh, crypto. And I think there's going to be some fine tuning on the metaverse. There's going to be a better and deeper understanding on Web three. Um, you know, some things are going to come into greater fruition. I think there's going to be some regulation, uh, which I think will be helpful. Um, you know, the ripple case is probably going to be a part of that as well. But, you know, even though the sideways action is here for the last couple of days, couple of weeks, um, you know, I'm, I remain very strongly uh, in my in my view of what the next five years could look like. Uh, but I am, you know, kind of not looking at my tickers every day as, as aggressively as I used to. So and I guess I just that's what happens when things go sideways or they go down a little bit. So. Um, but we'll keep talking about it. And um, yeah, shout out to, to be honest, uh, Crypto Jeb, MM Crypto, BitBoy Crypto, Altcoin Daily. If you're not, uh, you know, taking a look at the content that they're putting out each day, I, I do think it's very educational, very helpful. Um, all of those folks really approach it from different perspectives. I think BitBoy Crypto is is much more social and, and just looking at the, the big picture of news stories and whatnot. He's not really like a technical analyst. Crypto Jeb is, is really much more of that. And, um, and MM Crypto is too. And then Altcoin Daily uh, does a pretty good job of watching the news, but having some market analysis as well. So uh, again, you know, don't be intimidated by this stuff. You know, it's possible to kind of get in and get your head around it, take some positions, and, you know, it's crazy. I, uh, you know, this week alone, I've had a handful more friends just get involved in the space. Not fully certain what they're doing, but neither was I a year ago. And, um, you know, it's it's an opportunity to get some exposure into uh, the future. And so uh, we'll, we'll see what that looks like. So, um, okay. So today I want to talk about, uh, in, in regard to the blend of culture and change, uh, I want to share a little bit about what I'm learning about myself um, in regard to being a career person versus being a cobbler and uh, how that even affects the culture of family, you know, so uh, I'm one of those uh, people that when I was working, uh, when I kind of had a career, I, I'm really more of a cobbler today than, than anything. 
Uh, I work for a small firm here in Toledo, Ohio, doing project management and, and bill processing. Um, I work for a mission agency out of Orlando, Florida, doing uh, systems uh, review and helping with, with other things around U.S. programs and, and U.S. ministries. Um, I work for an organization called Saturation Church Planting, uh, where I kind of serve as the executive leader. And uh, it's a very decentralized group of people, but I'm kind of responsible for keeping us on task and making sure that we're making progress in the right direction. Um, we do that by kind of setting 90-day sprints or rocks and then moving toward those things geographically. Um, and I, I work for a local ministry here in town called uh, Glo uh, Global Connections, which is great. Uh, and then I kind of consult as I have free time. So, you know, I don't really have a career. Uh, I, I cobble. And that has been, to be honest, for me, one of the more challenging things that I've had to uh, come to, to peace with based on how I'm going to survive uh, for me and for my family. You know, when I was living in Buffalo, I was really a career-oriented person, had a, a good 10-year run with, with a large church and was a, kind of a, I guess I'd say like a senior leader or an executive leader at that, at that church, great church. Had a, a really good time doing the things that I was doing. And I think overall they were happy with me and I was, I was happy with them. Um, you know, the bottom line was I wasn't able personally to um, kind of balance being a career person uh, with some of the challenges that were uh, going on in my family. And so what was happening was I, you know, I kind of buried myself in, in my career. And, um, you know, I, I don't think we were in a good spot as a family. We weren't in a healthy spot. And so I, my, my wife would be homeschooling our kids and, and she'd be doing the best that she could do to, to raise them. And, but I would be doing, you know, a lot of work throughout the day and teaching some at night at different, whether it was at Robert's uh, Wesleyan College in Northeastern Seminary or doing some adjunct work for UB, University of Buffalo. Yeah, I was just engaged in a lot of different things. And, and you know, stepping away from Buffalo and relocating back to the Midwest, um, the last four years for me really have been uh, quite trying from a career perspective. And, and I think it's just because I've been trying to hold on to the idea like I could regenerate a career. And you know, I think that what I'm coming to peace with is that I, I really don't think I am going to be a career guy anymore. Uh, I'm going to be a cobbler and I'm going to do everything I possibly can to cobble a living out for myself. My wife is helping me with that. She's, she's doing some substitute work, which I deeply appreciate and love about her. And it's not taxing for her. She seems to enjoy it. And so we're kind of finding uh, a new normal and part of that new normal for us is that you know, my, my wife really doesn't have a career and, and I don't necessarily have a career, but we just work. And we, we work on a variety of different things to make ends meet. And we end up doing okay, we end up surviving. And I think what's interesting about that for me is that I am coming to see and realize that for the way that I'm wired, um, that's changed the culture of my family too. Um, I don't think I'm a great dad or a great husband. I, I'm, I do work at both of them. I really do want to be 
a better husband. I do want to be a better dad. Um, but I think like this change of being a cobbler versus a career person for how I'm wired and, and the reality that I don't travel as much anymore and I'm not centrally focused my identity on what I do for a living. It's made me more available for my wife and for my kids. And that's changed the culture of our family. Um, and that's been a really good discovery for me. That's been really helpful for me. I kind of needed, I, I needed to uh, get to this point. And, and you know, I guess maybe that's one of the lessons I've learned over the last few years is um, sometimes like to go through the deeper discovery of who you are, it, it does mean laying down the sure thing uh, and stepping into some uncomfortable spaces. Because like there's this refinement that happens. And I think that's what's happened to me is like I've gone through a period of refinement and um, it's been necessary. I think I'm in a healthier place. I, um, I've been able to tackle some things that in the past I, you know, would just, it was acknowledged like, yeah, that's kind of part of who Ryan is and what makes him click. And, and you know, now I'm in a position where you know, I'm meeting with someone and I'm trying to get under, why, why does that, is that, you know, just because that makes you click doesn't mean that that's right or that's the way it should be. And so, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Ryan learning about Ryan and um, I hope I'm better for it. I think I am, but um, yeah. So, you know, if you're out there and, and maybe that strikes a chord with you, you know, just step into that, that uncertainty. It's, it is scary. Uh, but there's been some really great self-discovery. And I, I would just also say, too, like there's people out there that I know that they're great career people and they're great family people. They can actually balance it real well. Um, I just realized like that that wasn't me. That wasn't I wasn't doing that super well. So, you know, when I uh, you know, Mondays are really hard for me because um, on Monday morning, I kind of confront the reality of what I used to do for a living uh, and in a career and what I do now to survive. And I think Mondays are probably the hardest day of the week for me because there's still this faint memory of, you know, waking up and knowing exactly what I was, you know, kind of had on the docket for Monday to Friday. And, uh, you know, that's really not the same anymore. It's, it's very different. And, I feel like I'm tap dancing a little bit more around how to survive. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I mean, the, the reality is, you know, one of the things that I've found a lot of hope in lately and just excitement in is crypto. Like that kind of does distract me a little bit from, you know, feeling melancholy about my surviving versus having a career. Um, but even then when the market's going sideways, you're, you're not fully, you're not as into it as you used to be, you know, I mean, it, I'm still completely into it, but you know, it just, it changes your perspective. So, um, and I think like, to be honest, the, some of the deeper reflection here has been, uh, just in the reality that I am dealing with COVID over the last week. And so I've kind of been locked in my basement. Um, and I, you know, I work all day from my basement, uh, for the different jobs that I do. And then when the day's over, I, I'm not really going upstairs and hanging out because I can't. I'm sick. 
And so I can't really, um, I can't really do that until, uh, you know, I can't go back up until Friday, I think is when I'm out of quarantine. And so, you know, there's a little bit of that going on too, where you're, you're downstairs by yourself. You have a lot more time to be self-reflective and how things are going and, you know, hoping that things are going better than, than what they are, you know, all of that stuff. So, um, yeah, that, that is what it is. And, and that's, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. So anyway, um, a little bit of a ramble today, but I feel I had more energy today since being sick and wanted to at least get something out. And, um, you know, hopefully some of this makes sense. And like I said, I, I kind of started this more to be cathartic for me, but if people happen to listen in on it and they're, it blesses them and it, or it helps them to think differently, uh, then that's cool too. So yeah, have a good one, everybody. And, um, you know, make it through Wednesday and we're on our way to Friday. Blessings. Mm-hmm.